Hello, this is Tom Kenny, voice actor. Uh, the voice of the Ice King on Adventure Time. And SpongeBob SquarePants. Ah, oh, Gary the Snail, too. Hey, guess what you're filling your eye holes and ear holes with? The Dorkening! Oh, I love the Dorkening. Very popular in Ooh. And Bikini Bottom. Hey guys, welcome. This is the first episode of A Dork Physique here on the Dorkening Podcast Network. My name is James. I'm Jen. So um, we figured this first episode will just be an introduction of who we are, why we're doing this, our own you know weight loss uh, stories, um, and kind of our goals and what we expect and stuff like that, and our just basic understanding of how we got here. So, um, Jen, why don't you start as, you know? Oh, absolutely. Um, so I guess it all starts in the beginning. Uh, just growing up, I was never a small child. So there was always a battle of the bulge throughout my entire life. And it just went up and down and up and down. And I am the queen. I wear the largest crown possible for yo-yo dieting. Like that's... That's it, where my weight would just go up, and it would go back down, and it would go up again and go back down. Like a yo-yo. Just li- like a yo-yo. Like a yo-yo. It's crazy. <laughs> what? Yo-yos? Uh, but something, something kind of inside me changed, and it was my 34th birthday, and somebody took a picture of me. And it was at my all-time heaviest, which was 260 pounds. And I saw that photo and I looked at it and I was never again. Something in that clicked in my brains and I just knew from that moment I had to change my life. I had to change my eating. And a part of me in retrospect is sad that it came down to aesthetics versus my own health because I know how bad I felt, but that wasn't the catalyst for it. So... Since then, since that day, I've lost over 100 pounds on my own. No surgery, no magic pills, no secrets, no nothing. Just sheer determination to, to, to do it and do it on my own and not allow anybody or anything else to take credit for it. Okay. I mean, so you would think, you know, so that picture was the catalyst of your birthday. You know, mm-hmm. check, you know, Jen was very, very open in sharing that photo um, on our Facebook and on our, uh, on our Instagram uh, so check it out. Definitely see. There's definitely a pretty good before and after photo of it. Uh, so you can see where exactly it's coming from. But, you know, you said that, you know, that birthday photo was the catalyst. Up to that point, did anybody talk to you being like, Jen, you don't look good. Like you. No. And that's the funniest thing ever. And I, that's something I absolutely enjoy the most. And it, I get this hearty chuckle is you start to lose this weight and people come up to you and they go, my God, you look so good. You you look great. And you're like, so I looked like a bag of crap before and nobody wanted to sit me down and be like, put them donuts down. Like, no intervention. Like, thanks a lot there. Um, I do like to think that beauty comes in all shapes and everything else. So I don't look at that picture of me being 260 pounds and feel like that person was ugly or anything like that, but it just wasn't who I wanted to be, who I was comfortable being. I mean... Dunkin' Donuts is fantastic, though. Like, come on. Like, 
to be honest. Like that is one of the better breakfasts you can have is that. Healthier, top notch. Um, <laughs> Don't listen to him. He's, he, he talks lies. lies. All the lies. So, you know, and you in and, and so your 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 transition has been over time and it's been you a hundred percent. Like, has your friends and family given the support behind you, or has it been a one woman show and has it been difficult? My friends and my family have been absolutely fantastic. My friends, I think right off the rip, it took some getting used to because when you go from eating a certain way and you're so determined, it takes everybody kind of adapting to that because it is a change. So my friends would joke around with me. They'd be like, it's a cupcake. Just have a cupcake. And, you know, you want it. And now, you know, two years into it, it's not even a it's never on the table. It's never like the, the joke is Jen does not want any of that. And there's a lot of support behind that. And I know they'll tell me, you know, you look really good and say all those things. So it's definitely there. Um, family's been fantastic. My children are absolutely fantastic about it as well. And are incredibly supportive of it. So you couldn't, you couldn't ask for more than that. So when I say one woman show, it's not the people surrounding me that I relate to and I will get into much 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 further discussion about this later on so I'm scratching the surface with this and that's fine we just got a hook up it's just, just, just scratching it um my biggest thing isn't again the support of your family your friends you're, you are going to need this if you're starting your weight loss journey just changing a healthy lifestyle doesn't have to be about weight loss and I don't want anyone to think that that's what it is about Um, the odds aren't in your favor simply because of your surroundings. No matter where you go, you said it, Dunkin' Donuts, they have everything you want. They're on every single corner. You're hungry, you can find food, and you're not finding food that's good for you. So you need that support from your friends, from your family to kind of keep you going. Because at the end of the day, like I said, I I hate to say it, but mass marketing, preservatives in foods, chemicals in foods are designed to keep us unhealthy. And you have to fight every day to stay healthy so was that the hardest thing you had to do yes diet a hundred percent it wasn't that the hardest thing i had to do was not think of it as a diet the hardest thing i had to do was think of it as i just changed my life and Mm -hmm. not do it in such a way the way i like to think of it is it's a commitment i made a commitment to this and like any other kind of commitment a work commitment a relationship commitment you're not going to back out of that. When things get bad or when you want to do something, you're going to give it your all to make sure something doesn't fail. So I don't look at it like, I'm on a diet. No, I'm just committed to this lifestyle I have created. That being said, the lifestyle I have today and the way I eat, the way I exercise was not what I did day one. It's cultivated. It's reshaped. I've done research I've done my education I've spoken to so many people about what they do and how they do it and that's changed that there was no way that I could have walked into wanting to live a healthy lifestyle and go from from zero to 260 where I'm at now it just was never going to happen okay so all this being said about me you're kind of in it with me. You're 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 my partner in all this. You you kind of walked into this madness of healthy eating, and I don't even know how you how you survived. <laughs> <laughs> so I survived, all right. Um, no, in uh, kind of the same thing you did. Uh, you know, before I met Jen a little over a year ago, you know, uh, I lived by myself. 
I, Owen, you know, nothing really major. Owen is my 24-pound cat, just saying. We love him. We love Owen. Um, but at the same time, it's, you know, I'm going home, you know, working. You know, gym wasn't an option. Gym, I had a, I had a gym membership. I just was throwing money away, like, just. Everybody. Like most people do. Yeah. That's you fine. That's, that's normal. Yep. <laughs> you know, I wasn't following through with my goals. I wasn't following through with just simple things because I felt like, you know, I was shooting for the moon and aiming for the stars, that whole thing, like, you know, I kept going to, this is where I want to be, but I always got sidetracked a little. Absolutely. Um, you know, there was a point, you know, when I left the, the, the Navy, I was roughly at 170 pounds. Mm-hmm. Great. You know, I wasn't super big. You know, I was, I had a little bit of muscle on me. I felt good. Wow, that muscle went away the second you start getting back into bad habits, you know. Going, you know, going out to dinner and getting, you know, eating everything, you know, eating everything on the menu and, you know, drinking tons of beer and drinking soda and eating crap and going to fast foods. And it, and it did really help me that when I came back, I kind of had jobs where that was kind of the staple. Working in retail at the mall, your hands are kind of tied with, okay, I'm across from a 99 restaurant. I'm going to go get a plate of boneless buffalo wings because it's only eight bucks and I get enough and I'll eat all of them in one sitting, like. That's not healthy. You go down to Starbucks, you know, you get a super duper frappuccino with the whipped cream and all the caramel and all that crap. That's a ton of calories. So I wasn't putting myself in a good spot to do this. But then it got even worse when I started living by myself. I was living by myself, so I'm cooking for one. The recipes that I had were for food for numerous people, like a lot of people. Like my mom would give me her meatloaf recipe or her chicken ziti and broccoli recipe. And the like, meatloaf recipe is fantastic. Just want to share that. Okay. <laughs> there we go. I like that. <laughs> my mom, listening? Because um, I really like your meatloaf. <laughs> so, but like, you know, so you look at these your recipes and I'm, I wasn't a big leftover guy at all. I refused leftovers. It was just never taste the same. And we'll... And it was basically, I learned that I was literally reheating it wrong. Um, and that's probably a whole different episode down the road about just leftovers and microwaves and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, and as you start getting that single life, it's, you go out to dinner and you're going out to Italian places and you're getting a lot of pizza and you're hanging out with your buddies and it's beer and pizza and wings. And it was just... It wasn't a terrible thing. And I, and I only gained about 50 pounds or so. I think the fat, the, the heaviest I was was right uh, right after, right before I met you. I think I was like 205 is where I kind of plateaued. Okay. But I was a lot of plateauing. Like it wasn't sudden weight gain because there was a point in time that I was running with, with my friend Bobby and my brother, you know, uh, 17 to 18 5Ks in a year. Like... I was putting my money somewhere, and I was healthy because I was doing these races. I wasn't training for them. I was just doing them, which, again, probably isn't the best way to do it. But when you're doing one almost every week, that's your exercise. And that's what running you're doing. burns a ton so of calories. I shrank a little bit. I also had a couple operations in between there that I lost non-vital organs, which occurred my appetite, and I shrank a little bit. Um, but going when, when, when I met you... You know, you were on a diet. You you were like, this is what I eat. You can have it if you'd like. If not, I'm not going to force you to change. But very early on, I was very mindful of that. And, you know, I was very thoughtful and mm-hmm. being like, I got to be make sure that I'm doing the right things, making sure I'm, you know, you know, not doing things I'm not supposed to be doing. 
as our relationship went on, our eating our eating habits changed back to something that it was a little unhealthy. We stopped really going to the gym, or you stopped going to the gym. I kind of yeah. was just like, have fun. Um, and then you know, after after the after our engagement, you were basically like, I have I have a goal because when we got engaged, we had a date pretty quickly. So you were like, I have a date in mind. I want to be here. I got to start going. And at that time, I didn't want to be a passenger anymore. I was like, you know what? I see what she can do. I like what she do- does. And it literally started as simple as downloading an app. Yes. It, it well, It's my fitness pal app. It's for iPhone, Android, Google Pixel. It's worth the free download. You can track your calories very well. But it was just tracking what I'm eating, seeing what I'm doing, simple stuff like that. Because I learned on, I learned very early on what you eat and what I eat are completely different, but we're still getting to the same point. Absolutely. And then you start seeing like, wow, that piece of chicken has this much in it. Like this, this sandwich has this much in it. Like you start seeing the different foods and you start seeing what can change in the diet just by simple tweaks here, tweaks there. Um, and that was like very important to me. And then just getting the commitment, going to the gym, keep going to the gym, find an ex- reason. Like I said, this is just scratching the surface. Like we're going to go definitely more 100%. into dieting, uh, you know, simple, quick things that we can do to make sure that it, it is better and stuff like that. But, you know, it just, it was just an unbelievable turn for me where, you know, I'm down 30 pounds. Like I'm almost back Absolutely. to that Navy weight and it literally has been five months. So something you touched on and I really um, thought was very profound and it actually kind of spawned a question was seeing how when you got out of the Navy, you know, you went back to kind of eating and doing these things. Did that feel more normal to you? Was that, would you have considered that a normal lifestyle as opposed to I'm eating so ungodly unhealthy? Did that thought ever really cross your mind rather than, you know, I'm back to civilian life. This is how we eat. So I... With the Navy, they had McDonald's on base. Let's just set that. They have McDonald's, Wendy's on these bases because they have contracts. They have military contracts. So, you know, I would eat in the morning. I'd go get breakfast, two eggs, over easy, bacon, toast, and some fruit. That was my normal... Nothing changed. Uh, (laughs) It's what we eat every day. Yeah, basically. Uh, That was my, my thing, but it was over easy. It was fried eggs. It was, you know, because that's all I knew and white toast and the bacon. You know, and then at lunch, I'd go to McDonald's and get a McGriddle. And then at lunch, you know, you had options because it was always like a buffet style or you had like your meal. But if not, you could do X, Y, and Z. Um, so they just, you know, having the, cook, the food prepared in front of you was different, but you could kind of see. And early on in the military, they in boot camp, they did state to me, you know, I'm starting to eat three meals a day. I'm starting to, to, to get this weight. You know, you're going to start eating healthier meals. But the first notice of calories was brought to me by my chief who said, all you guys getting taco salads, look at the calorie count in that compared to getting like the steak. Yep. Because you look at the difference between the steak and the taco salad, the steak's actually a lot healthier with vegetables even though it's a piece of steak. Because everybody thinks salad, it's healthy, but it's, it's what you put, put in it. into the salad oh, that makes that's, it worse. I can't wait to talk about the unhealthy, healthy food. So oh. I don't think it really was going back into old habits. I think it was more going into old habits. Okay. You're meeting up with friends. Actually, when you got out of the Navy, you were with friends and you're in your hometown. So you're like, oh, I want to have the pizza I used to like. I want to have, I want to go to the restaurant that I fell in love with, the breakfast place, the burger joint. 
and you start getting the rotations, now they're easily accessed to you. Now you have a little bit of disposable income. Now it's not like, hey, I'm going to stay home and cook dinner and go to stop and shop and grab what I need. I'm going to go, hey, do you want to go grab, you know, you want to go to the White Hut and grab a burger or do you want to go to 99 and get dinner? And just being like, I'm going to get what I used to like, the double fried chicken breasts, mashed potatoes, loaded, blah, 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 blah. So it was a different change, but I think it just was taking one habit and going to another because maybe you just separate it in my mind, being like, this is Navy, this is civilian, so. Interesting. So the reason why I ask is I knew there was a lot of things that I thought were normal, being 260 pounds. It, I, you, you could have tested me out. I would have been like, this is normal. These things are normal. And in the back of my head, I still go, was it normal or was I making excuses for things? But one of my, a couple of my very favorite ones were every single night, every single night, I would go to bed with such a full belly, my belly would hurt. I mean, hurt. And I would normalize it. Well, I eat a lot during the day. And like when you eat, your stomach stretches and you're, you're, you're going to feel full. And this is what a full, this is what full should feel like. And I've never been more wrong in my life. You shouldn't ever feel full. You should feel full of energy, but you shouldn't have that, I'm so full, I'm going to explode at the seams. Yeah, 100%. You know, you go to a Chinese food, and you go to buffets, and you go like that, and you eat, and you eat, and you eat. Your, your body is built with an automatic stop eating mode. And a lot of times, too, and, you know, we'll get more into this in these episodes coming through, is a lot of times when your body is um, hungry, it's actually thirsty. So, knowing your body and listening to your body is the the biggest thing you can do. So, I mean... But that takes time. That's a a whole... I think I'm just now, just now getting there where I I can eat and understand what my body needs because I filtered all the garbage out of it. Yeah. So, I think now I can respond to what my body needs based on having chosen healthier foods and not having all this other nonsense my body because I know I was putting so much stuff in my body I was like what is this I don't know what to do with this so we're gonna sit here not do anything or you're gonna run to the bathroom because that's the other one that's That's it that's the other option it goes nowhere or it goes out like a rocket it's great so you know we're you know male female you know so do you did you feel when your weight loss journey is because it's not done it's still ongoing absolutely that there is a double standard for female weight loss to male weight loss. Being I'm part of the equation now. Seeing. I didn't think so right away because I it was never about that. Um, in terms of, you know, if you want to take a big broad picture and be like, well, women should have to look a certain way and men should have to look a certain way and this and this and this and this. Um, I never felt that way because I, I just don't think that's just who I am as a person. So I just... I'm very much that person that's like, if you are comfortable where you are in your weight and your lifestyle and you don't want to change it, you have no reason or desire to, I'm okay with you. Like, I will never, because that's a reason. Your reason is I don't want to. I can go with a reason. Excuses I don't do. Reasons I'll go with. So I never really kind of looked at anything like that. However, current day... There are things now that I see that it's not a double standard. It's mother nature that drive me insane. Like, you naturally can eat more calories than I am. Why? 
Because you can. Because you're a dude. And you have testosterone that I don't have. So, which we're all happy about. I'm, I'm okay with not having that amount of testosterone in my body. Though I'd have a fantastic mustache. Like, let's be real. Definitely. Come it on. would be so good. But you start to go like, hey, how come he gets to have, like, a second meal? And I'm like, I'm all tapped out. Like, I feel like I have to work harder for my results than you do. And, mm-hmm. like, even just you getting muscle tone earlier than I did. I was like holy hon I've been at this for so long and I'm like seeing finally seeing signs of progress and James rolls in he's like look at my muscles and I'm like ah I have baby muscles I have toddler muscles (laughs) I have limited to limited muscles myself so that would be my only for me my only issue with seeing that is just results for a female I think are just more difficult and it's more I think things become a little bit more in my head yeah. than it's an act than an actual thing if that no, makes, makes sense. sense. It makes sense. So now I've never really um kind of felt that way. But with you, you you have to kind of go to the gym with me and you've been always fantastic about kind of doing what I'm doing or seeing what I'm seeing and kind of following up with me and had do you think that's helped having somebody that like goes to the gym? Because you said you went before, but now it's like I mean, yes and no, and and, and I'm I'm sorry, you know, and we'll prelude the uh, listeners being like, there are no yes and no answers in these ladies. What we're gonna be telling you these are these are results that are based on us. Mm-hmm. We are just sharing our information with you that we've discovered, Jen discovered over the last couple of years. I've discovered over the last couple of months, and just sharing that. Please know, big disclaimer, these might not work for you. They have worked for us. These, you know, these are just our opinions. Yep. I feel like when I go to the gym with you, yeah, I get stuff done, but sometimes going by myself helps me, but knowing like, hey, did you go to the gym today? Hey, you still going to go? I went to the gym. Would you like just having the support even though it's not there absolutely makes it more important because i know there's plenty of days that you were like i was like i don't want to really go to the gym because it's like there's a blizzard outside or it's way too cold or i'm exhausted from work and you were just like no you you really shouldn't go these are the days you really need to go and and those are the days that really need that that i needed to go because i worked harder those days i felt like in doing more work and trying to figure out more machines and stuff like that um so, I mean... And you, I've had those, too. I remember being on the phone with you one day and being like, I do not want to go. I was just done. I was over the day. I was like, forget this day. Forget this day ever happened. Write it off the calendar. And I was like, I'm not going to the gym. And James was like, you you have to go. This is the day you need to go. You, th- this is actually the day it's going to matter the most. But see, and I also feel like, you know, and you weren't there holding my hand, bringing me to the gym. You're like, you just need to go. And having, you know, if you consider that part, going to the gym with a partner... Then think of it that way. Like right. the person's not physically there, but they're supporting you in your journey of getting to the gym and supporting you while you're at the gym. Um, there are there are plenty of social media apps that will give you that instant support online. The Nike app does it. The Nike Run app does it. Yep. There are apps when you say you're at the gym, people can check in and give you, um, uh, hey, good job, keep up the good work, all that stuff. Because I've used it before, and you get that those instant endorphins running. And stuff like that. But, you know, if you need to go to the gym with a partner, great. Like I said, we 
go as much as often as you can together, but at the end of the day, it's you go at one time, you go at the ungodly hours, and I just go when I can. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't feel like I'm missing anything not being with you. It doesn't, right. same thing, like, because we're at the gym, it's like, hi, and we do our own thing. Absolutely. Like, so. Absolutely. The one thing I've noticed, kind of kicking it back to um, having a healthy lifestyle and things, um, and what I've kind of learned on my journey, is that here I am in my 30s, and I realized I knew nothing about nutrition. I knew nothing about dieting. I knew nothing. And I thought I knew stuff. But until I really dug into it and really got my hands dirty and really looked at stuff, did I go, holy cow, no wonder I was doing everything wrong. No wonder my weight wouldn't stabilize. No wonder I was going up and down because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't understand it. I didn't understand the process. And so I'm at a point where a lot of, a lot of the reason I want to do this podcast was to help educate people in things I didn't know that I wish I knew 10 years ago, 20 years ago that just would have made my life so much easier. Now it's very possible having been given that information 10 years ago, I could have rejected it and still chose to eat unhealthy. And that would have been my, my choice. But current day, I'm like, man, I wish someone just sat me down. and was like, let's explain what a carb really is. And maybe I learned it in science class in the eighth grade. Okay, I'm not going to dismiss. We never had this conversation. But instead of people being like, hey, you're overweight. You should do something about it. Yeah. Well, that gets you nowhere. There's so much. You are so much more powerful when you have information behind you. And that's something I feel like why I've been so successful is just having the information. I don't think it has to be my diet, our diet what we do or follow, because there are diets I'm obsessed with that I think are fantastic that I don't want to touch. <laughs> I'm like, that's not for me, but I think it's great. So I definitely want people to know there are things out there that are so amazing, but you got to understand how your body works and how it processes these things. So with that, what is the goal of this? I know we kind of did our announcement video a couple days ago. What is the goal? What 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 do you feel like is going to be the end all accomplishment on this podcast? Say we get to hundred episodes and we decide that's it. We've done as much information as we can out there. Our weight loss journey journey probably will not be done. Our health journey, I think, at that point, will just be a health journey. Absolutely. You know what is the end game for this in your mind? You know, and I hate this is going to sound so cliche, and this is going to be if people know me, they know it's not cliche. But this coming out of my mouth is going to be like, that's, wow, of course that's how she answered it. But it really is like, if I can motivate someone, inspire someone, or someone can look at me and be like, that's what you did made me want to live a better lifestyle, then that's really all I want out of it. And I just want people to really understand they're not alone in this. It is a very lonely journey because you have to make these decisions yourself. Nobody can make them for you. So it is a very, it is a very lonely journey. It's what am I having for lunch? This is a Genevieve question. This is a Genevieve answer. There isn't anyone else. Nobody else can get these results for you. You have to put in the work yourself. And I kind of want people to know that they're not alone in this, that 
your failures are what's going to make you better. Your bad days are what's going to make you better. You need those. So I think that that's kind of my thing is to kind of, you know, inspire people and establish this kind of sense of community that it's all, it's okay. The diet you're on is okay. The way you live your life is okay if it's within, you know, a healthy spectrum. Yeah, I mean, I, and I think at the end of the day for us is, you know, for me, what I want to get out of this as well is it's not a hard journey. And I think that's what people get in their mind is, oh, my God, it's a ton of work. I got to do all this stuff. You know, what do I do? Do I count calories? Do I do the Weight Watchers? Do I do one of these diets? There's so much information. There's so much misinformation. And I'll be this, I'll be on the coin. I didn't know how much misinformation was out there. There's so much. I just found more of it today. I, mean, I was going yeah, crazy. We, we, we were doing note we were we were kind of working on some other show notes for some other shows coming up and um well we're sweating because it's ninety seven degrees in the apartment today. Um, you know, the misinformation out there and, and and how much people don't know about it, and that goes back to our, our, our earlier kind of warning not really warning but primer not these results will not might not affect you the information we're getting we do our research on we try to do our best to get them from reliable sources and we are kind of digesting it and putting out the best we can oh 100 percent. and i will never ever ever state how many calories i eat in a day because i don't want anyone to follow along with what i'm doing i'll oh. never state what my macros are because again this is what I am. This is what's worked for me. Yeah. I could talk about it, but you'll never know my specific numbers. Not because I'm withholding information, but because they're my numbers and you have to figure yours out on your own. So, I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I, if I can educate one person, one of my friends, one of my family who's been struggling with weight loss, you know, struggling with being healthy, you know, get them in the mindset, put them on the right track. Again, that track might be super easy for them and they can do it without listening you know listening to me and just having a basic conversation with me or doing a conversation where it's you know i have to follow up with them and make sure they're doing the right things and stuff like that because you see it all the time you see it at the gym you see it at restaurants you know the one good thing now that i'm seeing and i'm and like i said this will probably tie into some more episodes on the line is the menus the menus now have calories on them which is huge mm-hmm. And I'm with Jen, too. You'll never know what my numbers are. You'll never know what my Rackos are. You guys can ask, tweet, twitch, spaz, <laughs> whatever is out there to... We, we are we are more than happy to share recipes and what we eat, certain our staple foods. We'll share all, all of that. But just that, that it sounds crazy to be like, withhold that number. But it's... James's number is different than mine. So I can't eat what James eats because, you know what, I gained 30 pounds. Thanks, testosterone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just be mindful of that, guys. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's what we're here for. That's what we're here you're gonna do. Um, so with that in mind, we are gonna wrap it up uh, for our first episode. Not because we now have not plenty to talk about, because we do. But our goal is to kind of keep these at roughly half an hour. Uh, you know, a lot of people's commutes are half an hour. Just something you can throw on to listen to uh, out there. Um, that and also it's about a thousand degrees in our apartment. So, and we have no air conditioner fans on because there was a nice little humming noise in the background that we had to get rid of. Um, so, uh, we definitely want to give a big shout out to our sponsor. Yay! Our sponsors, we do have a great sponsor. Uh, they actually sponsor the entire The Dorkening Podcast Network. Uh, it's Deadly Grounds Coffee out of Connecticut. 
Um, I had I have partoken and I have fallen in love with their coffee. It's um, amazing, and you can have all the coffee you, you want. Can, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, they have some great ones called uh, Curse of the Barney Stone, Witch's Brew, which is really good. It's chocolate raspberry. It's very very good. Nice. Um, they roast their own beans. They ground it themselves. They're at a lot of the horror conventions. Uh, they were at Scarecon. They'll be at Scarecon out in Vernon, New York later this month. Um, or later, actually in October, sorry. So check them out. They're actually really good. Um, go to deadlygrounds.com and check them out. As well as you can find um, the information about the Dorkening Podcast Network at The Dorkening on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Twitch. Uh, they got a bunch of shows. They got the Wicked Horror Show coming out every Tuesday. Yep. Uh, they got the Ultimate Video Game Show, which is every other Thursday. Uh, then they have the Basic Dorkening Podcast themselves every Sunday uh, on their Facebook, YouTube, and all that stuff. Um, and you can find out, where can they find us uh, to follow along on our social medias? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we are on Facebook at a, a Dork Physique. Same thing, same for Instagram, a Dork Physique. They go hand in hand because we're a podcast, so we're not visual. So any photos, things like that we're talking about, we want you to see. So we're, we're kind of putting that stuff out there. And, um, oh, of course, our email. So you can always email it, uh, email us at adorkphysique at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns, anything, you know, shoot us an email. We'll, we'll get back to you. Definitely. Like I said, if you have stories, you know, we want to hear your weight loss stories. We want to hear your things, too. We want this to be an interactive thing because, like we were saying before, it doesn't need to be alone. It doesn't need to be something that you struggle with quietly. Ask for help from people that you trust and make sure you're getting the right information. Again, we do not have all the answers. But yeah, we we're can, not doctors, we're not by doctors. the way. We're not. We're, um, we're far, far from them. <laughs> but just be mindful. We can listen to you. We can put your story out there. Maybe one of our other listeners has an idea and thought and they can respond back being like, I tried this. This worked. I tried that. This didn't work. So it, it's more building this community. So definitely check us out, like I said, on uh, Instagram and Facebook. For Yeah, and on, our our Gmail, Gmail for now. Yeah. And check out uh, The Dorkening uh, for other shows as well. Check out Deadly Grounds, uh, our sponsor. And if not, guys, have a happy 4th of July. Woo! And uh, we'll be in con- we'll, our next show will be up uh, in a couple of days after this and uh, about every weekly. We haven't really got a date where we're going to dr- drop an episode, but stay tuned. Follow all those places and you're good to go. Have a great night, guys. Bye-bye.